Good morning, I'm Seth Goldberg. More recognition for Syracuse kicker Andre Schmidt yesterday as he was named first-team All-American by both the Associated Press and the Football Writers Association of America. Combined with his inclusion on the Walter Camp All-America first team last week, Schmidt is now a consensus All-American. He's just the 18th consensus All-American in Syracuse football history and the first since Dwight Freeney in 2001. Schmidt made 28 of his 32 field goal attempts. Both figures led the nation this year. Basketball, the Orange back in the top 25, coming in tied at 25th in the AP poll, uh, locked with Indiana and Kansas State in the last spot. We'll get you a double dip of SU Basketball Talk tonight with Jerry McNamara's show at 7 o'clock, live at Tully's, and the Alan Griffin Show at 8, live at Attilio, is all of it here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. And finally, free agent reliever Adam Odovino says he would strike out Babe Ruth every time. Adding Babe Ruth with that swing, swinging that bat, I got him hitting 140 with eight homers. And quote, I'm not trying to disrespect him. You know, rest in peace. You know, shout out to Babe Ruth. But it was a different game. I mean, the guy ate hot dogs and drank beer and did whatever he did. It was just a different game. I'm Seth Goldberg. The Daniel Baldwin Show starts now. Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the radio talks about... And welcome to the big show. What's happening, Paulie the Mole? Josh, look who showed up. Look who showed up. Josh from the Daily Orange. Josh from the Daily Orange cruising in for a Tuesday slumber. <laughs> um, what do you take of that last what happened story? To, what, happened to, what happened to K-Rock, Josh? He's got, he's got some big news he wants to talk to me about. He says before we go on the air, I got this thing I got to talk to you about. We're live on the air and there's no uh, K-Rock Josh. What do you take of that last story Seth said about the, the current pitcher saying that he would strike out Babe well, Ruth? L- listen, I- I'm going I'm, 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 I'm to go and back and I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell the, the, the story that I tell. Ir- Irv Goody played for the undefeated Miami Dolphins. He was a offensive lineman. He started... Uh, uh, for um, I believe he played for the Cardinals in the beginning of his career, a long, long career. And so he turns around, and his son, Conrad Goody, who played at uh, Mizzou and then played for the Giants and uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and so they had this ongoing argument with each other. Could could Irv have played? Who was, you know, probably in his heyday was 250, and now Conrad's 300 playing, in, you know. Right. And they got bigger and they got faster and, and all these other things. And the answer to it was Irv probably would have played linebacker. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. He probably would have. He was a great athlete. He was a football player. He was tough. You know. So you look at Babe Ruth, and, and here's the thing that I will say about this. No matter what. While all the other players, or a vast majority of them, were hitting 30 home runs, he was hitting 60. So he was obviously hand-eye coordination, talented more so. Yes, he did not have the figure of, but then again, you know what? I've seen you know Oscar Gamble and different guys that you know were pretty big heavies. Uh, Fielder, you know, Cecil Fielder was a big fat guy. And he could stick it, you know, when he had a great bat. So he's got a gift. I doubt very much that he would have batted 143 because remember, too, he would have come up as a kid with aluminum bats now and playing against faster pitchers and so on and so forth. And he probably would have adjusted and hit a whole bunch of home runs. Would he have been Babe Ruth? I don't know. 
but he definitely would not have batted 143 and only had eight home runs. That's ridiculous. Using that bat, he would have. Big old piece that of was a part, that was part of the that was part of the stipulation. K Rock Josh joining us. Uh, yeah. Better late than never. Oh yeah, turn oh, Sorry. Hello. And do you want to give him some some volume? So I, we we you've got me intrigued now because yeah. he came storming in before and said, you know, I got I got I got a question I got to ask you the first segment. I got something I got to tell you. So fire away. I'm ready. So uh, a listener of my other show. Yes. Texted me this morning to say that they were uh, perusing Amazon, uh-huh. the yeah. video service Amazon. For some uh, R-rated material, oh, and they some stum- Cinemax, some Sp- yeah, Spank kind movies. of right, and they stumble across Spank-a-max. they stumble across a film starring one Daniel Baldwin, yes, called Bound, Ooh. where you are a boss and this woman. It's like a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of <laughs> oh, yeah, thing. It's, it's dirty. It it looked filthy it's on the trailer. Dirty. So what's the story? Dirty. Were you the Fifty Shades of Grey guy? Or? No, I'm the boss. I think it's my daughter. It's my daughter who has this freak show going with these different men, and it gets pretty explicit. Uh, I had somebody uh, from uh, um, from my church at the time say to me, you know, how could you do this movie? I Google searched you after you spoke at church, and... Blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, first let me tell you that it was six digits for like four days. So yes. there's, one, there's one reason why I could have I done the movie. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, they paid me a lot of money. I wasn't in any scenes like that, nor did I use any, you know, profanity. And Paulie's just searching around. Go to images. Hold on. Who's Charisma Carpenter? Oh, Charisma. Yeah. She had a lot of charisma in the movie. Um, so anyway... Uh, yeah, there's 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 a few things that happen, uh, you know, on these. You, you read the script, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew it was risque. I was not in any of the scenes, so I'm in like a corporate office where she works for me, and um, I'm not involved in any of that stuff. And you know what? If I'm going to limit my career, and, and sometimes I do, sometimes there's stuff I won't lend my name to. I was asked to... Uh, to do a really big movie where I played a racist, and I thought, you know what, we have enough of that in the real world. I don't really want to support that by mm-hmm. playing somebody who's a racist. Uh, and it was it was pointed out to me. Well, now you're you're putting a, a spotlight on racism by doing this, and maybe you're teaching. And I said, yeah, no, that that that's not what I want to do. So Terrell Owens was in this movie. Terrell Owens. <laughs> Why? Yes. I don't. You know. I, 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 <laughs> did, you, did you work I, I, with him? I, I, honestly, let me tell you that. Uh, and this sometimes uh, um, people don't believe this when I tell them this. I've done I don't know how many, a hundred and close to hundred and forty movies in my career. In the hundred and forty movies, I can promise you I haven't seen half, but I'd say I've probably seen forty. Mm-hmm. So there's a hundred movies I haven't seen, and I'll tell you why. Well, what do you mean you didn't see? If there wasn't a premiere of the film that I, I was able to attend. Um, and I was in my contract that I had to, because I won't even go, even even if I was able to attend. If I don't have to go watch myself do a film, mm-hmm. um, I'm better off. Because there's three days in, in the life continuum, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I can't do anything about yesterday, so it's of least interest to me. I try to focus on today, and sometimes it's responsible for you to take some of your time today to plan on tomorrow. But really, the emphasis should be on today. Uh, Would you like I- me to read some <clears throat> listener or movie... Uh, no, I'd reviews like, uh, no, from Rotten Tomatoes no, in this no, movie. No, no, I'd like to be uninterrupted while I'm continuing, the, <laughs> and then you can do that. Um, so, so, with that said, whenever I watch a movie, mm-hmm. um, when you make movies, it kind of takes away uh, the pleasure that attracted me to it. 
of getting lost in the story and watching a film. Now I watch and I go, how did they shoot that? Oh, I get it. And I'm looking at technical stuff and, and I'm looking at editing and I'm looking at, you know, it has to be a really compelling story. So uh, I don't go see many movies anyway. And certainly I'm not going to go watch my work in a mm-hmm. movie because mm-hmm. I'm going to sit there and go, you idiot, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't see them. Um, so I've never seen this movie, but go ahead, tell me, go ahead, let me have it. You're picking it's out not, the best ones. It's not, it's not you that gets hit in this one. Okay, go ahead. Worst movie in history. This movie is so bad, I would not even waste time looking at the cover photo. Do not watch this movie. Wow, I like that. This was timely re- uh, released with other BDSM film, but we won't mention it, and this one is obviously terrible. Christmas okay. Carpenter can't act in, in this film. Charisma? Yeah. Is there any, any anyone that singled me out as being the only great thing in the film? No, nobody mentions you. <laughs> the daughter of a wealthy real estate broker becomes involved with a creepy, abusive jerk face who plays at being worse stereotypical media image of a dominant, imaginable man. Somehow uh, it turns into an even worse movie as it progresses. And, I'm uh, still going to give it a shot. I'm not, I'm not going to let go of it. Bound. Go see Amazon. Ru- ru- rush, rush to your Not Amazon your right worst now. rated uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Either. What's the trading on Rotten Tomatoes? 14. 14. So 14 people have 100 14% of yeah, the audience like it. I like it. I like it. Let's, uh, listen, I'm happy with that. <laughs> All right, so let's go back. Now, now that you brought it up, let's go back to Rotten Tomatoes under, oh, boy. under, under my career. Go ahead. And I'll tell you now. Oh, here we go. Well, it'll be interesting to see what I think. You should go see if you wanted to see a movie. Okay, what movie of yours should we go? No, do we, does it just rate them, or does it does does it do anything like that? Does it tell you highest? Yeah, go to my name. That's beautiful. You can spell it. I know you can. Okay, and they've not, got a great headshot of you. Of course they do. Very handsome. Okay, so here now does it say where it's where it's rated? It doesn't tell you. Or Sidekick. Sidekick has born on the fourth of July eighty eight homicide the movie great okay so as I'm looking for my taste I would say it has an eighty seven rating Grey Gardens is a is a great film it's not a good film it's a great film uh, born on the fourth of July I'm not in very much it's a great film that's why Sidekick <laughs> wow I just never from the guy who's never been in front of a camera in his life oh I've been in front of cameras I, PBS you, know what, funny, you did a PBS show it's funny I, I saw a, I watched I watch ESPN and mm-hmm. they keep jumping over to Matt Park and you see Paul he's sitting there at the end of the bench at the end of the uh, press line thing whatever the hell you want to call it okay so uh, John Carpenter's Vampire's only got a 38% rating it's got the record for most money still ever made on Hall- Halloween weekend Go back, go back. I think that lost this weekend, or this year. Did it? Yeah, because uh, Halloween remake came out on Halloween this week year. Oh, I, I And it crushed every... I think it's like the high, one of the highest rated movies ever. Sorry. It's all because of me. <sighs> Trees Lounge, great movie. Uh, <laughs> I love this, this title. National Lampoon presents The Beach Party at the Threshold of Hell. If it makes you feel any better, your worst rated on here is my favorite of your movies. Now, why is it, it only has that, but there's a, there's a huge amount of no score. Oh, okay, there's a bunch of no scores yet. Oh, Car 54, where are you? Got a zero. Got a zero. But, but there's no score. Oh, go down, go down, go down, go down. Keep going to stop. So the Sopranos... My TV ratings, Grimm's 89, Sopranos is 92, The Closer, and Homicide, 91, and NYPD Blue, 84. 100% for the Larry Sanders show. Uh, Okay, good. Well, I guess I'm cleaning up on TV. But nothing but trouble. My favorite Daniel Baldwin movie. 
Well, how can you say that when there's 140 films and you haven't seen 130 of them? Uh, of the ones I've been lucky <laughs> enough to see. <laughs> I've oh, only seen two of them. Frightening. Okay, did anyone watch this Monday Night Football game? <laughs> the beach party at the thresholds of hell? 60% of the people loved it. <laughs> what? That's 60%. too long Sounds delightful. Title. You want to go it. see Trees Lounge. It's a great film. Really uh, good film. Steve Buscemi. Um, so, $84 million fully guaranteed... For the first time in the history of the NFL for Kurt Cousins, and he has four wins and 24 losses as a starter against teams with a winning record. How, they looked terrible on offense last night. Now, Seattle swarmed and they played good defense, but they looked terrible last night. How does this guy get $84 million guaranteed, all guaranteed, to be the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings? I, I, I'm... I'm at a loss watching him last night. They have weapons, too. It's not even like he's like out there by himself. Like, Thielen, Diggs, good receivers. When people are getting, when you get that kind of money, and people particularly like a working class Minnesota kind of, but it was interesting, watching the coverage of the game, which you got we have to listen to Witten now, and he's half delirious. I mean, he, really... I think someone should tap him when he opens his mouth and warn him about what he's going to say. Now, I admired him as a player. He was a great player. He actually opened up last night, and I'm wondering, did anyone else catch this? And he says, well, Minnesota must establish the run. They have to be, have a presence establishing the run here tonight. They've got to come out the gate, but they start the series. They get the ball the second time, and out of his mouth, five minutes into the game, he says... Well, if you're going to get bogged down trying to establish the run and you're not going to open it up, and I'm thinking, he just told us this whole dissertation on how Minnesota must establish the run in order to be successful tonight. And then he totally contradicted himself. So I, I, I'm not a fan. He was a great player. He needs to go do something else. He should be like a sideline guy, or but he shouldn't be in the booth. I don't believe he is. I, I, I think he's not good for the game right now. Um, but, but besides that, so I'm looking at this Cousins guy. And they start showing, they hardly ever do this, they start showing slow motion replays of where he threw the ball versus the guys in their circle and the guys that were wide open that he missed. And, you know, that's bad, man. When they, when they start going, hey, why? and there were a couple times when the guy had multiple steps and he was wide open and he didn't throw the ball to the guy. And I'm thinking, oh, how long is this guy going to last in Minnesota? While, a while. Oh, yeah, they, can't, they can't dump that contract, right? So he's, nah, you you front that money, he's staying for a while. I think you so have too. to you have to try that out. He wasn't bad in Washington, though. No, so that's I the mean, thing. I think you just you wonder where it went and just kind of pray for it to come back because I don't think that people thought that that contract was that ridiculous when you look back at. it. I mean, obviously the guaranteed money aspect of it was ridiculous, but Kirk Cousins has been the guy that's supposed to get paid. For well, three seasons now. But here's why here's why the guaranteed portion of it makes it ridiculous, in my opinion. Because now to unload him, which you'd only be able to get rid of him based on some level of performance, because the other person that takes him is inheriting an $84 million guaranteed contract. That contract goes with him. Unless he would be willing to renegotiate with the team to get out of there because some catastrophic thing happens between him and management or whatever. But I agree. I think they're stuck with him for quite some time. And, you know... 
boy, it better get pretty there soon because he's he's just not playing well. He doesn't look good. And you know the the, the spotlights on him. You can get a, you can get away with not playing well somewhere that's that's not supposed to be a playoff team. I mean, these guys came out the gate. They were talking about him winning their division. You know, and they're they're just not very good right now. Seattle kicked their ass. Did you watch the game? Uh, no. But they had a serviceable quarterback last year, and, and they traded him. <laughs> yeah, they let him go. But Kirk Cousins is having a better year than him this year, so it's he's not. not he's not, I, I, you know, it's but you, you don't feel. Th- I don't feel. Kirk Cousins when isn't he walks your answer of, ever. No, it's never your answer. No, Kirk. No. So, so what? Then why eighty four million? I don't get. You know because I mean? every team in the NFL is desperate for some semblance of a quarterback and just pay people for no reason. How the much? amount of quarterbacks in the NFL that have $18, 19000000 million contracts, and you look at them and you're just like, really? That guy, $19 million? <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense, but teams just <laughs> teams just literally want a quarterback. Wait, someone get a camera and put it on his face right now. Colin Kaepernick to Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's he's, happening. He's literally picked every team. Colin Kaepernick uh, to Minnesota? Soon, I don't know. I'm just thinking. As soon as Ben Roethlisberger hurt his ribs last game, I go, oh my God, I've got to deal with Baldwin in the... the just saying. The Roethlisberger... Or, or, uh, Kaepernick to Kaepernick Connor. To Kaepernick to Connor. Kaepernick Steelers to the score. Vegas Golden Knights. Mark my words right Would now. Would that be the greatest justice of all time? If Roethlisberger went down and they signed Kaepernick and he took him to a Super Bowl, so I could just his team, I could just I'd point it for him. him. I'm a, I'm not above it. You're not above, <laughs> it. You're not above, you're not above Hell it. yeah. You'd kneel and pray to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> do whatever you want. You give me another number seven. Yeah, let's do it. Wow, strong. That's strong. All right, we're gonna come back. We're gonna play. So what? Can I do one thing before you break? Are you Please do part something. Please do anything. First. Please do. We're at num- day number three with no screw Oh, my ups. God. Are we really? Yeah. You know what? It's, it's, it's just a matter. And you know the funny thing about this is we could sabotage this if we wanted to. We could just really set it up. You don't know what's Their going on. Their goal is seven, right? Yes. Their goal yeah. is seven. Their goal is seven. I, I, I laid the under over at five. It did take two so, hours to make the promo yesterday between two people. Well, But that, I won't that, consider that. Well, consider. this was started last week when I was here, so something happened in between. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it's a couple times. It went to more than three days. It went to minus one at one point. It went to minus. I came in here, there's a minus one on there, which means really we're at four. It's been a roller coaster. I'm not going to lie to you. We've had our ups and downs. <sighs> it's been tough. It's been a tough one. Let's go to break. We'll be right back and play So What. I'm so excited. It's time for. Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't... Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio! Hey now. You understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Before we go to So What, Paul, you want? Sure. I got something for you. Most national titles in college football in NCAA history. Football? Football. Bama, right? Yeah, I was just going to say. Bama says Pauly. Bama or Oklahoma? I'll stick. Bama or Oklahoma? I'll stick with Bama. Bama? Notre Dame? I don't know. Syracuse University with 10, ladies and gentlemen. Syracuse University has, in the modern era, the most national titles of any college in college football. Bet you didn't know that. I bet you you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm so sorry. Who told you that? Was that on the onion? I'm so sorry that you think that. Come Do I have looking- a UR fake news strap? We're Come looking- on, modern time? You're, you're, you're phrasing it wrong. Modern era, it's called. Yeah, it's not in the modern era. They haven't, they've won one in 1959. 
ten. A modern Alabama era. extends the lead for most college football championships in the poll who era. You, who told you this? And why would you go on Syracuse like, University. Did, did Neil give you that? She told me. Did, did Neil? <laughs> oh, well, then, yeah, whatever she says is accurate. Yeah. Did Neil tell you that? It's a fact. That is the, it, not it's a, a fact. fact. Go to it's, so what? It's literally not a fact. Yeah, it's, it's a fact. It's, well, then it's a so what. All right, now moving on. Oh, I need Donald Trump to call in and tell you your <laughs> fake news. Wildcat Sports Pub presents So What? So What? is brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub. All the games, NFL and SU action on their big screen TVs. Wildcat Sports Pub and Camillus. That last segment. <laughs> it's a fact. I don't know uh, what Seth did in his sports center, so if I repeat, I apologize. But... John Wildhack, Syracuse Athletic Director, says the Syracuse has already sold 70% of their allotment to the Camping Bowl. Nice! Pardon me. In the modern era, NCAA era, Syracuse has won 10 national titles with one additional championship in 1990 vacated due to the rules and infractions. You're the talking about men's lacrosse. The Arms 10 national championships are the most in any team in NCAA. I know, I was trying to get it over him. Did you have to say that? <laughs> God. Once you said 1990, I knew it was yeah. a cross. I know, but I was trying knows? to get it over on him. Help, help me out. God. Are you back on drugs? We are the... <laughs> we are the <laughs> I was hoping I could get him to go. You're not getting that over on me. Syracuse has I was the trying. best cribbage team that's ever existed. <laughs> They're killing it. They are. The we've already sold 70% of our allotment. John Wildhack <laughs> says, one week into this thing, we've sold 70% of our allotment, so the reaction has been absolutely terrific. I can't recall, but it was a good size. I've lost 70% of my brain cells All today. Right. <laughs> if you had to said that, I might have gotten was sneaking, <laughs> sniffing it. I might have. Yeah, you didn't realize in the 40s we won six, and I was going to go with the whole thing. Where did you get that information? Who? who I, I, saw it, I saw it on the cross, and I thought I'd see if I can get a bite <laughs> off football. Did you know we won that many with Jim Brown? About, have him go, really? I had you all thinking about it. You no, definitely. you didn't. Well, I'm thinking like leather helmet era. I'm like, yeah. Oh, right, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking like how many 1920s. Well, Syrac- right. Syracuse right. has won like Helms Award, national championships in basketball, but there's Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers breaks the NFL record for most consecutive attempts without an interception. <laughs> so so <hard. laughs> right. just... Who'd he beat? He, uh, uh, Brady Kosar? Tom, Tom Brady. Oh. Yeah, so I'm so wild. old I thought Brady Kosar had that record. Brady Kosar with the slingshot? Very, very factual segment we've got going on. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's, great. it's so good we're going to be out of it ten minutes early. Um, free agent Adam Ottavino, is that how I say it? Oh, uh, we already talked about this. Oh, you didn't, right? The, the Babe Ruth? Yeah, then never mind. All right, moving on. <laughs> Charles Barkley is warning fans to not taunt professional athletes, saying, if you get hit by one of them, they can kill you. Professional athletes could kill you. <laughs> I agree. We should just let you walk away. Well, it's one of the only things in, in, in life, really, that you can have people screaming terrifying things to you about your mother, about your kids, about your wife, and you're not allowed to walk up and confront them or do anything. It's, it is pretty crazy, some of the stuff. You can't go hear. in the stands and beat a guy for saying you suck, but if you're on the street, that's what them, you're going to get your face it, punched He said in. you would never say this to, to professional athletes on the street because well, they'd the, murder you. I, I've said the same thing about people on other shows that say things about me and my family. You know Where, right. where I, I go, you know, it's interesting to me, you have this take on it. I would love to see you in a bar walk up to me and say exactly that sentence Charles to my Barclay face. Charles Barkley threw a guy through a window once. 
uh, Charles Barkley, uh, believe me, I've been at, we've been out together before, so I know all about what Charles is. Even at, I don't know, was he seventy five now? The man's a unit. He's still built. He's a six foot four, two hundred ninety five pound human he's being. He's probably in his fifties. Is he seventy five, seventy six? No, I think he's under. Well, no, he's got to be about my age. Yeah, so he's got to be fifty five. Yeah, so so you mouth off to him? No, his fist the size of that screen. I don't mouth off. To I had mouthed off to him one time, and I paid for it. He said, "Listen, they would never say that to you in a fight on the streets, but if you hit them during a game, you're going to lose a lot of money." This is probably why athletes what, get into fights all the time. What sparked this? Oh yeah. Yeah, what yeah. happened? What what sparked him to say this? Uh, who was the guy that got in a fight? I had to hold on, just close the story. The the guy that got in a fight recently. In through the ball at the fan? Yes. Gotcha. Uh, and they were asking him about that, like how you deal with hecklers. And he said, dude, you got to walk away because otherwise you're going to lose a lot of money. And now finally. You want to you you make some side money? With, with I know the owners are hurting in the NBA and they need more money. They really are. What if after the game. You, you, if you were a fan, you could steal Cage and, and, and go out there with gloves or something on and take on one of the players. Oh, I'd love that. How sick would that the be? The average fan would get murdered. Like of course they would. They could put the reach on a basketball player, but too. But there's dudes that would go in there oh, thinking yeah, they drunk? could. Yeah, Wait, for sure. Some Eagles you know how many fan? times I've been... It's happened to me in Syracuse, where I go and I look at Rob and I go, okay, we gotta go. And you just start seeing the guy, he's had his sixth beer, and he's looking across, and he's with his three friends, and he suddenly has... Beer muscles on. And he go, hey, hey, you're blowing, right? Yeah, your movie suck. You know, like, just, okay, he's right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Factual. <laughs> I'm calling Alec on did the Did you guys, uh, did you do the Nicole Cornette story? No, go ahead. All right. Nicole Cornette won a car, and then she got it taken away. She was a former UCLA basketball player. She did one of those things at the half-court games where you – you do the uh, the layup, then you do the free throw, then you do the three, then you do the half court. She hit all of them. She won the car, but then I guess because she was a former basketball player, they had the car taken away from her. Yeah, the, they knew going in. She was like, I don't, I don't get why they let her I, I do it. Yeah, I, I, well, uh, but beyond that. Who cares if she played basketball? You know, I gotta understand how it. W- it wasn't that she got paid to play basketball. She went out to a contest at halftime. So if she wins the lottery, are they going to say she can't win the lottery? No, no, Daniel. Because... They're trying to claim. I mean, she came in with a competitive advantage. Yeah, because she played. So the layup and the free throw. What if year, the point so, is for so, us to do it because yeah. we're bad at basketball. Okay, okay, so let me ask you this. But yeah, but 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 take this. Because the for average person is guaranteed you, to make a free throw. You can wipe your scowl off. <laughs> so if it was the year after she graduated, and she no longer played competitive basketball for for a university. But she was still obviously a very good basketball player. She just graduated. So if it happened the day after graduation That's in the rules and she too. does the same thing. And the rules are you can't have played competitive college basketball. She is graduated, right? Yeah. Did it say yeah, former? She had, yeah, yeah, she's you former. Can't, you so, can't so, have played. So because she had played basketball? Yes. That makes you ineligible. So lame. Here's the question. So, so what if she was like 55 and had played college basketball like back in the day? Would they still notice that, you think? Or could you get yeah, away? Or could you I, get away with it? Because the then I feel like you could get away with it, right? You know if what, you're man? just like give a the, mom give, and you go out there and people don't know well, that you play college give basketball. Give her the car. She's not playing pro, is she? It wasn't for a huge prize, but we were at a game at the Garden a couple years ago, and by Musaketa <coughs> got called out of the crowd and won a free throw shooting contest <laughs> against a UConn fan, and they let him do it. He won like a Corona 
prize pack. That's like, awesome. That's yeah. pretty awesome. And, like, <laughs> and it was like the whole crowd's like, that guy, is that, what? You can't have like a former player do it. Yeah, that's... But that's, that's here's where... Give her the car. Give her the car. You lose the competitive edge at the half-court shot. Yeah. But the average dope out of the stands I've seen enough times isn't making that free throw, you know? Right, right. So, she stuck the layup, the free throw, and the three-pointer consecutively without without a miss. And then half-court, yeah. Normally there's like a clock, and, yeah, mm-hmm. and she turned, she just did, she ran all four of them. Yeah, I'm always confused at the carrier dome. They have a girl out there with another ball. But she never gives, gives it you the to ball. the guy. Right. So the guy's shooting and he's waiting for the rebounds right. to come back. But this girl's just sitting there with the other ball. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'd be willing to bet. I'd be willing to bet pretty much whatever you want to. If you had her line up and do it ten times in a row, she wouldn't do it again. No. Not once would she go four in a row. More or less. Would she even if she's not playing that much? Stick the three pointer. You know. I mean, in the pros, that's an under fifty percent proposition. But to go back and shoot the half quarter, I'll give her 10 balls. If she hits one more in 10, that's pretty good. That's about a 1 in 10 shot yeah, it's not for, like, a, for a skilled player. It's, a, it's like a 1 in 100. That's why they, they give you a car. It's so hard to win. She's not Steph Curry. Like I wouldn't want him out there doing it. But You know what? I'll put Steph Curry out there at half court. He's not going to hit more than two. Well, this could be a fun all-star weekend thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just do it with the good players and see how good they are. Speaking of Steph Curry, would you like my kicker? Yes. Steph Curry does not think we ever landed on the moon. Neither do two other players that were on that podcast, which is Andre Iguodala. I had to sit and listen to that three times. I to can make get sure. you the audio. I didn't have it ready. So he thinks the whole conspiracy thing. It was thing, all though. hoax, yeah. Well, there's 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 you know some pretty compelling evidence when you talk about that. You know, particularly the uh, the um, the flag ruffling in the wind, and they turn around and they go, well, we got a little newscast for you. There is no wind up on the moon, so why would the flag be fluttering in the picture? Then there's the sh- infamous shadow that's being cast when the sun's on the other side, which suggests that they light they lit lights to take the picture of this. So th- there is some some pretty interesting scientific stuff that they've used to support this theory. Then you get into why would they do it? And at the time, you know, we were, you know, in a cold war with the Russians. To have them believe that we had the capability of landing on the moon and launching missiles and, and so on and so forth from some type of outpost up there scared the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think that they were really, really worried. Um, why would we go once and never go back, Polly? We've gone back. We've never landed on the moon. They haven't told us about it. Yeah, oh. that, there's an interesting... That's have, the have theory, we gone too. Back? We've we, discovered something we didn't want to know about or something. Well, they found, they found ice sheets. They've got photographs now of, of water that's been on oh, the moon. Oh, I like so, this show so, now. Which, which, oh, mean, which oh, means yeah. potential life. But i got a better one for you. Yeah. Oh, here go we go. This is a guy who thought Syracuse won 10 <laughs> national championships. Give us a moon lesson. The whole lacrosse team was up there once. I know they were. Okay, so I want you to look not at the first Model T first series of cars that came out let's go 20 years into it 20 30 years into it we're in the 30s now okay. right and take a look at a cadillac the best cadillac made in 1935 compare that cadillac to a cadillac right now in 2018 is the 2018 cadillac that much better than the wood grain 90 miles an hour they could do back then beautiful white walls obviously the computer enhancement and stuff that they but is it that much better performance-wise, considering you're talking about 85 years since then? Mm-hmm. Now, hold that thought. Now I want you to look at the end of World War II. The Germans had jets that were going to pick us off out of the sky. Had we not 
done what we needed to do in that war, we were in trouble because they dominated us in the air so much more. Let's jump to the Vietnam War. Now we're talking about F-16s. Still, still in the fleet since the Vietnam War. Is a stealth bomber that significantly much better 55 years later, 60 years later, than an F-16 Hornet that still flies? Okay. The reason why I'm setting it up this way, ready? In 1960, when JFK said before the end of the decade, we're going to land on the moon, we couldn't get a rocket while he was still in office until November 22nd, 1963, off the launch pad. Gemini rockets were blown up. We had nothing that had gone up into space yet. We couldn't even get one off the launch pad. Six years later, we're on the moon. That's the equivalent of 1935 by 1941 building a new Corvette that we have right now and dropping it in 1941. That's the equivalent. Do you understand the jump that it took in six years? We can't get a rocket off the pad, and now we're on the moon in six years. In, how, how, how do you explain that? In So, oh my goodness gracious. if you don't think they found something in the desert in New Mexico that they didn't know of before and stripped it down and looked at it and started enhancing our rocket program, yes. you're out of your mind. Yeah! Because they did find something at Roswell. They broke it down. Suddenly we had microwaves, we had computers, we had all these new things that we never had before. Oh, it's my favorite show. Oh, baby, let oh, me tell I you can... something. They found something out there, of a craft of some kind or something, that enhanced that program 30 years so are you into. Saying, so are you saying that an alien in 1990 dropped a cell phone? Because cell phones in our technology have jumped in the past 10 years astronomically. You've gone from a phone talking to now you can video, you can... Look at the internet. Right. It's all. I'm not sure what the correlation between the two you, things is. He's like, saying you're it. acting like technology can't jump that yeah. fast without without Martians. Well, well look, 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 <laughs> allow me to allow me to introduce that when you look at the first cell phone. This is you're actually you're defending me when you look at the first tel- cell phone, which was a giant box yes. that was on your arm. At which, at which I owned one in, uh-huh. in 88 or whatever it was that I had it with an antenna that looked like I was out in, a, in wartime. So that was the first one. Now jump 30 years, 20, 28 years or whatever to the phone you have now. Yes, they've continued. But that would be like building this cell phone now that takes that picture in 1990. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So- no, no, you're, you're missing Cell phones it. have gone from 1990 where they were a, a flip phone with nothing on it to this. R- Right, and do you think that this cell phone, compared to being able to talk on a cell phone, say twenty years ago, you could videotape twenty years ago? You got the image has gotten better, the pixels has gotten better, but but it didn't do it in six years, guys. You're missing it. You're missing. You're in six years from not being able to even get a rocket off a launch pad. They we've put a man him. on the moon, guys. We've lost him. I'm on board all day long of this. You're missing it. We've lost oh, I him. I love conspiracy talk. You're missing he it. He went oh. into some weird dimension where Syracuse was really good at football for. <laughs> That was a, a joke or something. But, 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 but you're defending what I'm saying. Okay. You're defending yep. exactly the what aliens. I'm saying. Wildcat Sports Pub brings you so what? The aliens are the reason Every we were on the day. moon. And uh, thank you to Wildcat Sports Pub and Camillus. The, I'd like to thank the green people. I wish somebody would we, if we If we were even on the moon. The I wish somebody would probe Polly. I'll tell you that. Are we even here? Are we even here right now? This is the Matrix. Depends on what dimension you want to live in. Wildcat Sports Pub. Let's go What's your reality? This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hot take, hot take. Neil and Caps, 
Neil and Caps, please come in here right now. While we're waiting on them, Daniel Baldwin will make your holiday season easier this year. Tune in to win a chocolate pizza from the Chocolate Pizza Company. Knock your gift off the list with the help of one Daniel Baldwin. Get your pizza and other sweets at chocolatepizza.com. You're talking. Uh, yeah, not for long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so do me a favor first, though, before we do this. Update the uh, board on our picks from, from last night. It is updated. From our picks from the football game last night? Yeah, it's updated. Who made their picks? We all did. We all did on Friday. We all did on Friday? Yeah, that was one of his Get up. games. Come here, please. What, what, who did Josh take? He took... Me and Polly took the Seahawks. You two took the Vikings. Okay, so you're okay. saving your ass okay. right now. And then the drawings? We didn't do the drawings yesterday. Why? That was something Why? we didn't do. Why didn't we do it? I don't know. I didn't I didn't think we needed to do them because we already made the picks. That was my thought process. But he, you brought that up pri- prior to us going on the air, and Daniel told you to do it in the first segment. And I, and I forgot, and I apologize for it. No, no. Is that, hold on. That's is that lit. worth pulling and it down? I forgot. And I forgot. That's not fun. Sorry. <laughs> That's worth pulling down. The... No, oh no. God. But we already made the picks, though. I know, but the drawing. But people drawing, love the drawings. We, we, we're trying. To, so you need. So so now, do the drawings so we have them. For, so you understand. We want to put that together and have that. I think you're a superstar in drawing. I think that we're going to sell your coffee book, the one I make you really really famous. But yeah, I, if you want to vote this down, you can. You can vote it down. I'm, do, I'm, does that does it constitute? Do we did, put three back up, or or does it go to zero? Josh, does that constitute an f up? That's no, I'm a, gonna wait, let's go here first. We know my opinion. Go ahead, your pick. Your pick. Does it go up or no? I'm gonna let Josh decide. No, I want your vote. You I don't say no. Th- I don't think. No, I, it doesn't. Deciding vote. I don't think it's that big of an f up. I don't. I, I'm upset. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Put the three back up. I'm disappointed. I got outvoted. I got outvoted. Okay, so I want to hit one thing. We were be talk- very, be very vigilant in doing every job every day, Neil. Even if they don't ask for it, you come in here and you offer. I, you really I, want me to draw right? Yes. Now? Yes, please. Because we, we posted we, every single one of them. Yep. One time we didn't. She says do it. <laughs> All uh, right. So yes. we were last segment talking about a girl. Yeah. Who uh, hit that? Hit the half court yeah, shot. She got robbed. For, I am going to make a very special announcement right now. Wow. All right. Wow. It's about time. I hope you and your sad. husband are happy together. The Polly home I. team oh. pub is oh. going to be where we have our party uh, for the the orange uh, the, the camping, camping world, world bowl. bowl yeah. That's what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> for the camping world God. bowl on Friday the twenty eighth. We will be giving away SU football season tickets there. As part of the prizes and adding to that prize, oh my God! One person that comes to the Daniel Baldwin show on that day from twelve to one will win a shot at one thousand dollars. Oh my God! The next day at the St. Bonaventure game, so you're oh. going to win tickets to the St. Bonaventure game, and you're going to go on the court with our boy Daniel Baldwin and take oh, a three point boy. shot for one thousand dollars cash money. Cash money is Neil eligible? No. Oh. All you have to he'd forget to show up anyways. All you have to do is show up at the Daniel Baldwin show at Home Team Pub for our, our Camping World Bowl Friday party. Friday the 28th. Why? I want to know why you know is it because of how much the time restraints uh you know for instance when they had the field goal guy I said I want to kick field goals against the guy. 
or I want me and Josh and 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 uh, um, who else? Could we, Gomez to go out and drop one of the twenty. <laughs> you know, if one of us hits it, we go to the twenty-five. I, Is it just not enough time? You only have time to do one kick, or yeah? And, and I try to be polite about this to you. Nobody cares if you guys do it. They don't care if we do it? No. They want a fan to win money. They don't care if you, Gomez, and Josh are doing anything. Nobody well, cares what about what if me, Gomez, and Josh are playing for a fan? No one cares. Let the fan and do the it. And the fan gets there This to... isn't about you. Oh, my God. See what I mean? What did you do last night? That, Controversial like, thing. It doesn't matter what I say today on the show. It doesn't matter what I say. You've got a negative connotation or a negative comment. That's not being it negative. Would, it, it actually does matter. People, there's entire golf tours that are based on celebrities or known people. There's events all the time that are being done that people want to see that person compete or whatever. So I was just trying to add to it. I I, I don't have a, a need to get out and show if I can kick a field goal. I'm probably going to miss the first one I kick at it. <laughs> I, so, go, I can go for 40. So you put there, me at the 40. There you go. There but, you go. No, but like the whole thing is about a fan winning. It's about the fan. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. It's a bad idea. Bad idea. Let's move on. We could each, let's talk each, about something to Paulie. What would you like to talk about, Paulie? Paulie, what would you like to talk about? That isn't me being I wanna, negative. I I'm trying to I want to talk about a subject we can talk about uh, uh, that you would like to talk about that you're got, learning in. Let's talk I, about you I know, am, and PR, boys' got, bathtubs. You, let's talk about something. <laughs> 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 you've got 30 seconds to do it. The people want... The fans are going to go nuts. Why do we only have 30 show. seconds to do it? Why can't we go out there? there's TV commercials. It's not rocket ship science. I'm doing it for the... You're not sending someone to the moon. Fans in the stands. Yeah, they didn't go to the moon. That only took thirty seconds to. <laughs> I'm not wow. in a mood today. I don't get why you oh think I'm in a mood. Oh my god! I'll play the show back for you. It's been taxing, it's like toxic I, shock syndrome over here. Jesus, I love you. Yeah, do, do, I love you too. Please don't. Pray. I'm calling Alec. No. Oh, I'm by the way, you. when do you? I want. I have a Christmas gift for you. Oh lord. And, and I want to know what day I should give it to you. Should I give it to you before Christmas or at our? Camping World Bowl party. Does it have to be on the air? Yeah, of course. It does? Yeah. Oh, God. Do I want the gift? Yes. Bring it before Christmas. I'm okay, we got to take a break. I'm calling Alan. No, right. don't go to break. Don't go to break. All right, well, we're, we're going to have to wrap the show in a second. We're calling it. Hey, the mole's got a lot of stuff. You're on the air. He's got a lot of stuff he's talking about me right now. Straighten him out. He's your boy. What do I, what's it going to take, mole? <laughs> <laughs> what's it going to take, mole? I've already, been, I've already been through this with two of my three brothers. Two of my three brothers are just a huge rock in my shoe. And now we adopt you. We bring you into the family. You're L.C. Baldwin. You're <laughs> Baldwin. And what are you doing, Mo? Why, why are you making all this stuff? He, he, got, he got upset at me because he uh, we're going to let a listener shoot a three-point shot. At, at the Carrier Dome during the SU game, and he asked why he couldn't do it, and I said, no, "Nobody cares not, about you. We want a listener to do it." Not what happened. Not what happened. That is what happened. Just straight, hey, listen, straighten your guy out, or I'm cutting him out of the will. <laughs> oh, listen, Daniel, do me a favor. Yeah, you've had a lot of advantages in life that Mole hasn't had. <laughs> <laughs> Mole grew up a poor child, a poor gypsy child. He was a poor gypsy child living under an underpass, under eighty-one. Up there in like uh, up in up in uh, uh, Watertown or somewhere way up there near the Canadian border, lonely gypsy tribe up there, freezing to death. We take Mole into the family. We love him. We love him. We love him until he can love himself. <laughs> He's coming a long way, Mole. And I think you need to just back off and let Mole be Mole. Let him be. Let him. It's, it's good that he has strong opinions. He can stand on his own. 
<laughs> Thank right. you. All right, I'll take that one. That's that's the great. My brother, the great Alec Baldwin. Love you. Call you back. Love wow. you. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You're taking, you're See, again, 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 undying support from Alec, mm -hmm. even though you're a mole. Because I'm right. amazing. Now you know. All right, we got to end this Go show. To, no, we're going to end it? Yeah. I want to ask. No, we're not ending. We're going late. Okay. So, Josh, tell me something. Any news, anything interesting to report besides Will Greer saying he's not going to play in the game? We got any updates, anything interesting on the football team? Uh, most interesting thing at practice last week was Devin Butler playing cornerback, probably. Uh, basically, because he just failed at wide receiver all year. So now he's in a white jersey and playing defense, which was kind of curious. He was playing defense at the end of the BC game, too. That they would put him in a game, you think? No. I Well, they've been getting a little thin at that position, obviously, with the different injuries stacking up, and guys have been playing through him. Um, you haven't seen Melifonwu in a while, and Scoop has kind of been hurt all year. I don't think that Devin Butler would play D-back in the bowl game, but he has another year left, and Babers kind of keeps saying, you know, this bowl period is like another spring practice, basically, because they have 15 practices. So it seems like... If you move Butler there through this phase, then maybe through the spring, I don't know if he'd make that move fully for next year. Maybe he's hint hinting him to get him ready to make the transition. Yeah, I don't know. That was kind of interesting. And I think just in general, Syracuse's prospects of winning this game in the last week have skyrocketed. Yeah, without Greer, I mean. And the, who was the left tackle for West Virginia, too? He announced before Greer. Yeah, they got a couple two, of them are sitting out. Yeah, they got two guys out. But, yeah, without Greer, I mean, who even is uh, the backup hasn't really had the chance to play at all, so the poor kid now just kind of gets thrown into a bowl game because Greer's good. I mean, that, that's a separate argument on whether or not Greer should be sitting out. But 315-437-7644, caller 5 right now. 315-437-7644. You're going to sit at our VIP table for our Camping World Bowl party. Eat for free for an hour. And don't worry, you Daniel can sit Baldwin. with me and actually hang out with me. I'll sit in between you and the mole so you don't have to put up with it. Uh, you'll have a fun time. You can win SU season tickets for next year and another person will win a shot at a thousand bucks and get to go on the court at the carrier <laughs> dome look, look at his photos he sent it in he, he's he completely did. mailed it in he mailed it in he didn't care this game already happened look at look yeah, at I know. Look, he at, needed look, it. At, look at the viking it, it looks like the viking's performance genitals. it looks like tintin it, well, it no looks it like, looks like genitals it looks like genitals <laughs> <laughs> They both look like Jennifer. Wow. It looks like... Maybe he's really ahead of his time. Maybe what, he's like Andy Warhol Gump. What is... The Viking looks like the Grand Poobah from the, the Flintstones. All right, we got to go.